Welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windsweptknits.com. Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast. This is episode 68, recording on Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. Today's segments include new patterns, whips, FOs, wearables, and a rather late Rhinebeck recap. First off, um, let's hope this works. I'm recording in my new location, which is my new office, aka half of our rather large walk-in closet. The microphone does not appear to be a big fan of this place, so we'll see about that. Um, Also, both my kids are homesick at the moment, and my 18-year-old, mostly deaf cat, keeps howling at something for no reason that we can figure out. By some miracle, we might get through this episode, but I don't want to delay any longer after taking a month off of laryngitis, followed by repeat viruses making their way all through our house. Uh, So, second, uh, let's get the shameless self-promotion out of the way, as Amy Beth, aka the fat squirrel, calls it. New pattern release. Well, send me that horizon. My latest shawl launched on Monday. I have always loved the sea. I grew up near the ocean, with both sets of my grandparents living a few dozen feet from the water. Playing on the beach, listening to the waves, sailing on a boat, hiking along oceanside cliffs, I love anything involving the sea. But nothing is quite the same as being far from shore with no land in sight. I love seeing the horizon taper off to meet the ocean waves. So the first time I watched the original Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and at the end, Captain Jack Sparrow looks out into the distance and murmurs, send me that horizon, under his breath, my heart just sang at those words. I I know that feeling so well. I love that feeling. And my goal with this shawl was to bring you that feeling, that experience too. While working on the waves of this shawl, I wanted to create something a little bit easier than perhaps I'm known for. Yes, I realize I'm known for patterns that have complicated sections because that's what I like to knit. I like a pattern that has some kind of brainless stockinette parts to it, but also something where I really have to sit down, dig my teeth in, and maybe learn something new. I, I love those kind of patterns. But with this pattern, I wanted to knit something that you could take on an airplane or to a retreat or that a beginner knitter could knit and learn some new skills from. Um, One of my test knitters was actually a beginning knitter and he did a great job and I was so excited to see it. So if you are at all interested in Send Me That Horizon, head on to Ravelry and use use the code PODCAST to get 25% off the pattern that's on Ravelry. Use coupon code PODCAST. And that is a bigger discount than the one actually listed in the pattern for the introductory discount. So remember, code PODCAST and enjoy. And now whips. I just started a brand new pair of socks for my mom. Uh, These are for Christmas. I'm still on the toe of the first sock, so I've got a long way to go. But that leaves me with only three more pairs of socks to knit for Christmas. And two of them are for little bitty kitties. Uh, We've got a kindergartner and a two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, so those will fly. I also started a new project just for me. We are going on a cruise with extended family in February, and it turns out there will be a Star Wars Day at Sea on our ship, and we are definitely a Star Wars family. 
My whole family is dressing up from my parents all the way down to my kids. So after a bit of internal dilemma and a little bit of trying to figure out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, and actually, thankfully, a little enabling from my family and also from one of my favorite Star Wars slash cosplay slash podcasting icons, Holly Fry of the Stuff You Missed in History and Full of Sith podcast. Thank you, Holly. I am going to knit my costume. I'm going to do a simple version. I've definitely, while it's probably going to take longer, it's a lot simpler. Um, I'm going to do Ray's, I believe you call it a tabard. It's that long fabric that she wears looped around her torso. It's about 10 feet long and she kind of loops it crisscross across her torso. And I'm also going to do the armbands. I'm doing them in silk so they'll have a really nice drape to it. And also I will not overheat when I am in the middle of the British Virgin Islands or the sea surrounding them at a Star Wars day at sea. Yes, for the record, I am taking notes and I will release the pattern as a free pattern slash possibly recipe once it's done. I'm also working on a second aggregate shawl. This is also for me. This is by Jimmy Knits. You probably remembered me talking about this earlier this fall. I made the first one for the BIPOC make-along, which I think is coming to an end any day now, but I am still going ahead and making a second one of these because I love this shawl. This shawl is great. I can picture myself having like five or six of these in different colors and different weight yarns and just wearing them constantly. I love this shawl. I wish I had found Jimmy Knits earlier. I don't know why. She, apparently she's been knitting and designing for years. I only found her this fall thanks to the BIPOC make-along, so I am eternal, eternally grateful for the folks who started the BIPOC make-along because I have found some amazing designers that for one reason or another, we can probably guess a few of them, I'd never heard of them before. And I am now one of Jimmy Knit's biggest fans. I also really, really want to knit some of her sweaters. Fingers crossed that I will have time to do that. Uh, anyway, I'm making this in Tencel yarn that I bought at Rhinebeck two years ago from Artisanal Yarns. I'm knitting it up. It's a pink with sort of gold, I don't want to say spots to it, but yep, I guess speckles is probably the closest term. It's not really a speckled yarn, though. It's more like gold bits, gold, tiny bit gold segments, golden tones maybe and then I have a gold yarn with the pink tones and they match each other perfectly so I actually bought this yarn several years ago to make a fade with and I also bought the pure gold and when I bought it the gold pink the sort of middle color was pretty much evenly pink and gold and then I guess their dye just did not react well with our water here in southern New England because most of the pink washed out not all of it it's still definitely a lot pinker than the plain gold but it's not pink enough to fade with the pink, if that makes any sense. It would make a very abrupt transition. And if I'm going to spend all this time to do a fade, I'm going to do a perfect fade because you guys know me. I, you know, I, I don't do things by halves. <laughs> if I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to find colors that work together and do an honest to goodness fade. But anyway, I still really like the yarn. It's just not going to work for a fade. So it is working beautifully on this aggregate shawl and it is spectacular. I'm getting comments um, on it just out in public knitting. People don't, people often comment, oh, what are you doing? Not, oh, wow, that's really nice. I love those colors. And I'm getting that a lot right now with this shawl, which is ironic because I actually don't like pink all that much. I, I'm not a pink kind of girl. I know a lot of folks that are, no shade to anybody who is. If you like pink, you go ahead and rock your pink. It's just not a color I've always been drawn to. I'm, I'm really a blue, purple, green kind of person. But for some reason, this these colors just made my heart happy. So I'm going with it. I love it. And I'll wear it over something else. And it will look gorgeous. I can't wait. 
FO is finished objects. So I have finished three pairs of socks. I've done the annual Christmas socks for thing one and thing two. And I am knitting these out of um, Shock and Meyer's Regia's Cotton Color 2D Fruity 2 in the watermelon colorway. I think the actual colorway name, sorry, the actual colorway name is in German, but I apologize. My German is absolutely atrocious. If I try to pronounce it, I will butcher it. So it's just watermelon. And uh, I'm actually knitting, I finished a, the third pair of socks also in this yarn for my maid of honor. I'm making the watermelon socks for her and her two kids as well, because I saw these and I thought that the three of them would just absolutely be tickled pink by this. Um, my maid of honor is very, very knitworthy. She loves handmade socks. She's actually got a couple pairs I've knit her over the years, and she always gets so excited when she wears them. She takes them out and takes a picture and sends it to me. She's very, very, very sweet about it, that sort of thing. So these are for her, and then I will make them for her two kids as well. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I'm making them for my mom. I was going to actually make my mom something different because she's like me. Her favorite color is blue, that sort of thing. But my youngest begged me to make the mare um, the same as his socks so that they could have matching socks. So everyone is getting watermelon socks <laughs> this Christmas. And I have enough left that I might end up making myself some watermelon socks, maybe for next summer or something. We'll see. I also finished one shawl, a hitchhiker by Martina Bame. This I think is my eighth, ninth. I've, I've lost track of how many hitchhikers I've made. Another great pattern. I love it for traveling, airplane knitting, that sort of thing. Uh, I still need to weave in the ends and wash it and get it in the mail. It's for one of my good friends, one of my oldest friends who's had kind of a rough year. I knit this with her at several different outings we've had this year, so it's got a lot of really good memories knit into it for her. So I will send it on her way, and when she wraps herself up in it, she can wrap herself up in happy memories. On to wearables. Well, we've got all the shawls. It has been so cold and wet these last few weeks. People are jokingly calling it November, November-weary. It's just, oh, it's been brutally cold, at least for us here for November, and just rain, cold, wet, yuck. I feel like I'm kind of back in London, living in London again. I mean, that's kind of the cold, gray, wet, bleh. So I've been wearing a lot of hand knits. I pulled out my, my uh, hand knit cabled hat that I knit years and years ago from a free pattern. I'll, I'll link to the pattern in the show notes. I have been wearing both of my Changing Staircases. That's by Dragon Horde Designs. I've been wearing A Hitchhiker by Martina Bame. At Rhinebeck, I wore, uh, on Saturday, I wore the Frosted Sweater by Lisa K. Ross, along with my Pont du Marat shawl. And on day two, I wore the Second Grace Sweater by Bristol Ivy with my Taking Flight, that's the Captain Marvel shawl, which is also a free pattern. Unrelated note, I am really mad I can't find my Tanhouse Brook shawl. I knit this up last holiday season. I remember actually working on it at some craft fairs I was vending. It's a pattern by Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studios. I have looked everywhere. I cannot find this shawl, and it's perfect for this kind of weather. Like it's the kind, it's a kind of more of a shawlette that you can wear as a scarf. So you know, taking coats on and off. It's just the right size. I cannot find it. So I'm wondering, maybe I have to knit another one. I don't know. We'll see. It was a very enjoyable pattern to knit. It was very potato chippy. So we will see about that. Rhinebeck recap. So for the first time, I went to Rhinebeck for both Saturday and Sunday. I got a free hotel room about half an hour south thanks to some banked hotel points. Unfortunately, I'd started losing my voice the night before at our local YMCA's kids Halloween party. There was lots of yelling in order to be heard over all the chaos. 
And of course, being Rhinebeck, there's lots of talking. So by the end of Saturday, my voice was nearly completely gone. Saturday, I spent doing mostly people stuff and scanning the shops. Since I didn't have to, um, you know, worry about getting everything done in a five or six hour time slot, I took my time, I walked around, I ran into people, I ate all the food at weird times so I could get what I wanted. And yes, I got the falafel. I love the falafel there is really good. Yes, there's a long line. Yes, it's really good. It's worth I'm biased. I love falafel, so I admit it. I'm highly biased, but their falafel is excellent. Um, I went to the Ravelry meetup and the podcaster meetup. I highly recommend going to meetups, even if you don't know anyone there. There are so many friendly people. Strike up a conversation. Just say, hey, I love your sweater. What's it knit out of? Who's the designer? Start chatting knitting. You already have something in common with everyone there and a way to easily open a topic of conversation. Just go for it. The people are awesome. And actually, it turned out to be um, a little too nice of a day on Saturday. The sun came out and it actually ended up being a bit warmer Saturday than forecasted. I had to take off my t-shirt and my long johns from under my sweater because I was overheating. I did do wine tasting at a booth or two that day and then visited the jam booth and the maple booth. And I went looking for the cheese booth, but the cheese guy wasn't there. I was, I was kind of sad. I liked the cheese guy. Or I should say the, the big cheese guy, the, the cheese guy who was there last year who has like two or three cheeses, he was there. But there used to be a cheese vendor who had, you know, like 20 cheeses. Oh, and I miss them. They were so good. Um, so I texted my husband to see what he wanted for a Rhinebeck souvenir. And once again, he chose wine. I always get maple cotton candy from the maple booth for my boys. We live just south of maple country, so we can access a lot of maple syrup products around here. But maple cotton candy is one thing that we do not have near us, and the boys love it. So it's a special treat. I buy them every year from Rhinebeck. Saturday night, I met some dear friends for dinner just south of Poughkeepsie. That's mm, probably about 45, 40 minutes south where we were, about from Rhinebeck. Um, my husband's college roommate married one of my best friends from high school, and they live about an hour south of Poughkeepsie, about, sorry, an hour south of Rhinebeck give or take. And it was wonderful to hang out with them without kids because usually I've got two little little kiddos with a lot of energy running around. So trying to actually catch up with them is a little bit challenging. Um, unfortunately, we went to a loud restaurant. Now, mind you, the food was excellent, but um, it was a really loud restaurant. And after talking with them for, we were there for about two hours because the restaurant was a little bit behind that day. They had a new chef. Um, my voice had just died completely. I had, I had no voice left. <laughs> I was squeaking by the time I got in my car to head back, but it was it was totally worth it. Absolutely, totally worth it. Uh, Sunday, I started the day with a notebook and a Sharpie so I could, quote, talk to people. Um, I did write out the basics, you know, having been to Rhinebeck ahead of time, I knew kind of, you know, the, the introductory conversation you have with everybody you, you run into. So I, I wrote out one page, hi, I lost my voice, not sick, too much talking. Another page I wrote out my sweater and shawl details. And then I wrote out one that had like, yes, no, so I could try to talk a little bit less. It didn't work. I did use it sometimes, but Rhinebeck is full of people and it's full of my people. Um, so I kept talking anyways. And I was, I was croaking. I mean, beyond croaking, I had nothing left at the end of the day. <laughs> I did all my shopping on Sunday, which was nice, actually. I really enjoyed doing that. And if I go back for two days again, I will continue doing it that way. Because there's, I, I'm not on the lookout for the special vendor Rhinebeck colorways. I'm looking for more of kind of long-term. And, you know, honestly, I buy the more eclectic yards anyway that are not going to get sold out of. 
So I also held off because, um, one, Saturday is much, much busier. Um, it was actually rather insane in some of the buildings on Saturday. I didn't even go in the buildings on Saturday. They were, they were nuts. Um, even the far barns were crazy busy. So I, I walked through the barns and kind of scoped out and I, I kind of made a list of what I was thinking of getting. And then Saturday night, I went down, I kind of looked over my list and figured out, you know, what I might want to do with all the stuff I saw. I'd taken some pictures, made a whole bunch of notes, um, and then came back Sunday and actually did the purchasing. And I think that worked well because I came out with yarn that I actually kind of have plans for. Um, And the second reason I held off was that some of the credit card systems were a bit overwhelmed on Saturday due to the volume of people. Everybody is trying to use the cell phone network, including the vendors. So a lot of them couldn't get their credit card systems working. And I wanted to use my credit card because we get airline points and we fly our family to visit the in-laws and my parents every year down in Florida. Uh, Conveniently, my husband had said the week before, I don't know what to get you for Christmas or your birthday. And I quickly replied, I can help you with that. (laughs) So that was good. So Sunday, I went on the hunt for fingering weight yarn Um, when I went to Into the Wool. I had gotten coupon codes from several generous um, uh, designers for free uh, patterns as a you know a part of the swag bag thing. And by sheer luck, almost I think all but one of the patterns I'd chosen from those designers involved fingering weight yarn. So I'm like, all right, that's what I'm doing. I'm going for fingering weight. So I went. So I went back through all the things I'd looked at the day before. I bought nine skeins of uh, kobasi which is a, um, a non-wool sock yarn. It's a cotton, bamboo, silk, and nylon, but it behaves kind of more like a sheep yarn. It's got that nice little bit of stretch to it that, that wool yarns normally have. I got it from a vendor in one of the back barns, and I'm sorry, I can't find their business card right now. I know I have it lying around because they're willing to special order stuff for me, so I just got to track it down, but when I find it, I will share their information with you. Um, they had the variegated colors, which are really hard to find around here. I've got a couple places locally that will carry the solids, but not the variegates. So I was really excited. I came, I think I said nine, nine skeins of that. And then I bought about, I think it was four ounces or six ounces of a yak silk blend from the sheep shed. And that I'm going to actually use sooner. I'm at, well, maybe that will be a Christmas gift. I know I have, I, I had them in a bag. I told my husband where they are so he can wrap them for me, but I need to tell him which ones I want. Actually, I suppose I don't. My birthday's right after Christmas. I can just hand them to him, can't I? And then he could just give them to me over two weeks. Yeah, that works. Sorry, thinking out loud here. Um, I also bought four skeins of fingering weight cotton bamboo blend from the Great Adirondack Yarn Company. I like buying from them because they carry both animal-based and cellulose plant-based fibers that hand-dyed in gorgeous colorways. And I only know of two or three hand dyers right now for um, cellulose fibers so it's really nice to find ones and i bought from them before i actually bought from them last year those of you who've been listening for a while know that i ended up at rhinebeck last year on the bus from webs and i'd left my dating at home it was skeins of greater Adirondack yarn company that i bought and wound into that shawl that i jokingly call my my rhinebeck staircases shawl so uh, I was really proud of myself with this last purchase from Great Adirondack because I bought colors that are outside my comfort zone, but that I still really enjoyed. 
And that's hard for me. I, I tend to stick to colors like most of us do. I stick to the colors that I love. So I knit a lot of blues, greens, purples, reds. I, I do a lot of jewel tones. I do some pastels as well, but I, I wear a lot of jewel toned clothing. And so I tend to gravitate towards the jewel toned yarns. Um, and I've gotten some, some different ones. I got some orange in there, um, which I, I'm not an orange person, but this was kind of more of like a pinky orange, almost like sunset colors. It, it really kind of reminded me of like a sunset in Hawaii, those pinks and oranges and yellow kind of hits to it, not a bright orange. So I was very excited about that. And also one that was more of burgundy, but with some kind of tan and some shades of green that I'm not really as drawn to necessarily. But uh, if I pair it with some of the uh, cranberry yacht colored yarn from Kobasi that I have, I think it would make a gorgeous shawl. So that's what I picked up there. Um, around that time, it was getting on to lunchtime. I ran into Boston Jen and her mom, which was really exciting. Oh, and all their housemates or most of their housemates. And I ate lunch with them. And, and what a fun group. They were wonderful. And they were so nice, despite me having absolutely no voice. They still tried to include me in the conversation, which I greatly appreciate. Ladies, it was so nice to meet all of you. Unfortunately, right around just before this time, while I was in line getting my um, my crepe, it had started um, sprinkling a bit, and then by the time lunch was over, it was raining. So, it wasn't raining hard, but you know, I walked kind of one last loop around. I went to the buildings, which I'm really glad because I ran into... I think it's called the main mill. Again, I, I don't have their card in front of me, but I am going to work on possibly getting some custom blended yarn that in batches small enough that I can coordinate it and then use it. Um, so I'm really excited. You don't have to run, you know, like there's 50 pounds of yarn. They're willing to do a, a two pound run that, you know, I can make a sweater out of that sort of thing. And then they can keep the recipe, and then whenever I need more, they're, they could make more. So I'm really, really excited about the prospect of that. So I almost didn't do it for one more lap, and I'm so glad I did. After that, it started really raining. So I picked up the wine that I'd bought earlier from my husband, and I headed home. And that was the end of my Rhineback. It was wonderful. If any of you are debating going on to Rhineback, definitely it's worth it. I highly recommend it. If you really want to meet people go on the Saturday because that's when the quote-unquote names are there, a lot of them. Um, you know, I ran into, I don't want to name drop, but I ran into so many folks, you know, folks you'd recognize between Ravelry and podcasting and, you know, running around and author talks and stuff like that. And they're all absolutely lovely. Um, but if you want a nice kind of a quieter experience and to more enjoy yourself and not be smushed in a barn, go on Sunday. Oh, Sunday also has the llama leaping contest, which was hysterical. It was so much fun. You, I, I laughed. I smiled. We cheered. Even if I had no voice, it was great. If you, if you at all enjoy watching, you know, animals and somewhat stubborn animals and you find that amusing, definitely go check it out. And it looks like we are already approaching 24, 25 minutes-ish, give or take. So uh, by some miracle, we haven't been interrupted in recording. So I'm going to end this here before either a child or a cat comes busting into the closet. Have a great week, everyone. I, just in case I don't record next week, have a very happy Thanksgiving. It'll be Thanksgiving next week here in the U.S. And as always, keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.